When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support the team at Waggle Golf, local Minnesota brand and oh-so-comfortable clothing. Best hats, shirts, hoodies, and more. Endorsed by Bucciagrass, Carlo Koliakovo, and most importantly, the Soda Pod. Check them out at GetYourWaggleOn.com for the best damn golf apparel in the United States. GetYourWaggleOn.com today. Now back to the show. When I, it's like the Yeah, if you hear if you hear a noise in the background that sounds like light screaming or somebody asking for help, that's Raul. Just ignore him. He's a prankster. All right, Isha, and go. I'm I'm keeping the Raul thing in, by the way. Uh, from the Wildwoods of Vancouver Island, welcome to the Soda Pod. Isha Jomi here alongside the state of Hoppy. Big Dev from 10K, and of course our friend Seth Topol for another Stanley Cup playoff. He got it right. He got it right, Seth. Prediction <laughs> show. Round two, baby. What is up, boys? How's it going? I mean, it, it's a good thing. Well, I don't know if it was a good thing or not. You guys tell me. It's a good thing that we weren't rolling the tape like 10 minutes into this because we're like, oh yeah, we'll start at 6. It's 6.10 right now. And, uh, and I mean... Our conversation has already gone a thousand ways, boys. <laughs> well, that's just what happens when you get this uh, specific crew of human beings in uh, in a room chatting. We say that we're going to talk about hockey, and then it turns into the uh, you know mysterious creatures that live in my house, <laughs> or just full and zero dark thirty. I I am pumped though, and I, I'm I'm honored to have you two on this episode today because this is the first day that I am back drinking again. Hey, so. Ooh. Something to celebrate. Since, Cheers to uh, that, brother. Since visiting Minnesota, and I got the beer bowl here, I've been saying, everyone's been looking at me funny here on Vancouver Island because they're like, no, 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 we hit a different kind of bowl here. And I'm going, no, 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 Minnesota's rubbed off on me. We hit the beer bowls now, ladies and gentlemen. I did not do that. I want that on record. I never rubbed off on him. <laughs> uh, so uh, so what's what's going on, guys? What, what are we drinking? Let, let's start off with that before we dive into our predictions here. Uh, Seth, what do you got on tap? Oh, boy putting me on the spot um super classy tonight very nice very nice <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you D- double fisting claws and coors lights I... two different things is bananas <laughs> is it a, is it is it a surprise at this point which Let's one's the chaser in that scenario um well i opened the coors light first so we'll call that the chaser <laughs> I'm just, Wait, I'm why didn't you why didn't you wait around? Yeah, why didn't you wait and just do one after another? Well, I haven't opened the claw yet. Okay, oh. I thought they were both open. No, that was not clear. Open. That was not clear. Yeah. Not open. Well, yeah. Okay, right. now, now, it's now it's clear. clear. Now it's clear. <laughs> um, I'm just, I had some leftovers. And so uh, in typical me fashion, I definitely thought this out. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm on the soda pod. So I'm going to need to have a beverage. And I just grabbed the first thing that I saw. I've never heard someone refer to booze as leftovers. Like that's ex- <laughs> like strictly 
reserved for food for me. <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, you know, I had a little bit more booze than I was prepared for, so I got some <laughs> leftovers. It's it's almost like he's disappointed. Space last night, so here I, we are. No he's like he's disappointed about. It. He's like, guys, I had the twelve pack, have two leftover. Like, <laughs> I and I actually I, like it. I'm gonna incorporate that into my daily life now. <laughs> I didn't put this one into a container, into a Tupperware container, so I figured I would go with that first. There we go. There are containers full of just random beers. No, there aren't. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, there could be. Uh, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm also keeping it pretty light tonight. Uh, we had some uh, some folks into town. Turns out my in-laws are moving into my neighborhood, and uh, my brother-in-law is moving about ten minutes away. So. Um, we tap the kegerator with a beer that everybody can appreciate with a nice good old yingling. So mm. nice. got a, yeah, I got like a quarter keg of yingling that uh, apparently I was the only one that drank uh, over the last, you know, since we've had it. So <laughs> there's plenty of it left to go. So cheers. Nice. Amazing. Hoppy, what do you got on tap? Oh, we got Mark Parrish's finest. We got Northland vodka with a little mm. bit of fresca mixed in there. Why not? Beautiful. Very nice. I won't, I won't, disclose the uh proportions but <laughs> i mean it's basically transparent so we kind of know i mean if anybody listened to our podcast during last summer during make good choices if you heard a couple of hoppy story you should know how he measures vodka to you know chaser in Dude, i was drinks. in college that's totally different <laughs> yeah come on now okay if you heard us two weeks ago talk about seth at um <laughs> Uh, what, what the fuck was the place where we watched the game? Then you should know. Cowboy Jacks. Cowboy Jacks. There you go. We went to Cowboy Jacks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, to uh, to break my beer fast here, I have a collective arts brewery, Hazy State Session IPA. Um, super. I mean. One, You're one so far away, I can't see. I know, I know, I know. He's one just like one-upping all of us, too. <laughs> one interesting thing about the can, and it's kind of like very much like West Coasty, uh, like watercolor. Is there painting. a whale on it? That's all I can really pick out of it. it it's a hole. It's a hole in the wall that's kind of supposed to look like a whale, um, as well as a burning car and a businessman and a surfer chilling. Um, on the beach. So just a very like I said, that's, West that's Coast. That's like straight. That's uh. That's the Chris Farley quote, like a duck, like keeps on reaming it out to the little kid. Like, I, yeah, I don't know what all you just spewed out, except you confirmed that there's a whale. So and uh, one interesting thing about this beer, and as you can see, it's pretty hazy. It's pretty hoppy. I mean, nothing special. It, it, it It's a session IPA. It's, pre it's pretty hazy. But uh, what, what threw me off guard was when I went to pick this up at the liquor store is there were four or five different can art for the same beer and they were all just like a different painting i imagine i didn't nothing read that it was by like the same artist or not but i imagine it was like a bunch of paintings by the same artist similar type of theme and then the the brewery commissioned them to to use that now personally it kind of threw me off and i, I wish that they would have just used every piece of art for like a different beer because I almost bought them all, and I was like, "Oh fuck, this is all the same one." Like, <laughs> what am I doing here? Uh, but <laughs> honestly, anyways, that's a brilliant marketing idea. I, I guess in that sense, if you're gonna just sell them as singles, because I couldn't find like a six pack or four. Hey, pack we want we want to sell like 
40 different versions of the same exact beer and see if we can basically make somebody buy 40 different versions of it without realizing. Yeah, I almost bought like, like well, I said, and then, and then you see it on untapped and just like totally different ratings too, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm going to actually, I'm going to whale look. ones a 2.5, but holy shit. The one with the donkey and the sparrow. Yep. That was a 4.25. <laughs> And let well, me was... tell you, the one with the eagle, easy three and a half. <laughs> there was a moon with three eyes that was like trippy as hell. It looked like some like acid trip type. I didn't like that one. <laughs> that one's actually my favorite too. <laughs> um, but anyways, so Jesus, there we All go. Right. Quick, well, quick, uh, quick hoppy hour to we're, start. We're already show. totally off the rails. So why don't we just fucking shred into Vegas? The the most incompetent franchise <laughs> that everyone thinks is so good. Like, okay, I, I I don't remember who saw it. I don't remember who said it, but somebody on Twitter today pointed out that Vegas has been around for five years. They've missed the playoffs one time, and yet they're still now looking for their third head coach. It's crazy. It's, it's unbelievable. It's well, and so look at funny. the coaches that they've had too. Like incredible <laughs> yeah. hockey minds, nothing but winners. Like it's insane. That's so funny. Like, is ownership just two hands on here? Is that is that is that what's going on? Because there's no way that like the president and general manager, as 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 weird as that dynamic has been in the last five years too, um, there's there's no way that like they're the ones making this decision. Well, I, I mean, think I think it just speaks to um, expectations right out of the gate. They yeah. Vegas was so good after they came into the league, and they have been since that anything less that you kind of assume that that's going to be like your low point. I really is... like that. Yeah. Gerard Gallant totally fucked over Vegas fans for, <laughs> from the get go. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just baffling to me. Yo, One I, th- bad I think season. they did some uh, gymnastics in their own brains though. And they're like, wait, people got really offended when we fired Gallant and brought in DeBoer. So that means if we fired DeBoer, they're going to be really happy. Right. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, so my thought process is too is like the whole reason they fired De- uh, Gallant for DeBoer was because DeBoer beat them in the playoffs. So, but like, <laughs> it's obvious that they're going to go for Barry Trotz, and he has, you know, he didn't ever beat them in you know in any meaningful way. Wait, hang on. Wh- which team officially knocked Vegas out of the playoffs? Like, who was it that ended their run? Because that coach has to be the question. one they're going to snatch, right? That's Te- technically, I think it was Arizona beating the Predators. Oh my <laughs> right, God. There you go. <laughs> I oh think boy. that's the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> Hoppy, what if your boy Talkit joins them? He won't do that. I'm. I, I, I asked you what if. I I just told you what if. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be trots. It, it has, has to be. be. Like no, I, I I agree on that. I mean, who else? What what other franchise is looking for another coach that would? Uh. I lot. mean, what? no, but th- th- that that would... dumb fucking question. No, no, wait, wait, you you interrupted me. That is like as competitive as Vegas is right now, and, and ready to go. Uh, you really think Winnipeg's on the same level as Vegas right now? If Mark Stone's back is broken, yeah, sure. So Eichel doesn't make up for any any of that. I've been told that Eichel's a bum who is not good at hockey. So I don't know. That's what I'm basing my opinion off of. Uh look, there's a happy middle ground here. Um, <laughs> Now the the real question <laughs> is, 
where's Bruce Boudreau going to wind up in all of this? Because well, he re- he resigned. See, if he, re-signed. he hadn't resigned, Dev, that was going to be my first comment. Was that he was going to be the one to go to Vegas? Did that actually so, go through? Yeah, I missed it went that. Through. It went through. Yeah, it went through. Okay, you clearly but, didn't listen to the last Soda Pod episode. I yeah, I've, I've been a little behind. A couple like, hours ago, Isha drops the episode. Dev, you didn't fucking listen. You six six <laughs> six hours ago, not a couple hours ago. It's premiering right now. <laughs> actually, I just posted a video on the City Life Project. Uh, not a big deal, but anyways. <laughs> continue, continue. <laughs> yeah all right so i'm six hours behind on the news and now it's all it's all gone to shit so yeah anyway back to square one barry trots to vegas fuck not ideal yeah not ideal uh, if that happens nope those sons of bitches are just gonna be so spoiled they're spoiled they're a spoiled fan base they're a spoiled franchise like, I don't even fault them for taking advantage of the rules that the NHL set in place. Like, Oh, no, I, I commend them for it. To be yeah, no, absolutely. Sure. And and we saw Seattle try and fail to do the exact same thing. <laughs> I don't even think they tried. They, they just tried. They no. just knew that it wasn't going to be the same, so they're like, why waste what, What's the here? hardest name to pronounce? We're picking that motherfucker so that Marshawn Lentz can try and say it. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. <laughs> that was awesome. I just, like... See, the thing is, though, is like, I feel like if, 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 if Seattle had taken a little bit, like if they had, you know, if they hadn't committed to trying to make like a couple moves, like, I don't think, I don't think you take Mark Giordano to then flip him if you're trying to be like, I don't, I just, I just don't, I, I guess maybe this is just, uh, my internal bias from watching him Carolina, but I just, I don't really give Ron Francis enough credit for that kind of foresight to be like, all right, we're going to, we're going to build from the back end. We're not going to be able to score at the deadline. We're just going to say like, hope for the best. And then, you know, if, if it all goes to shit, if it all goes tits up, then we'll, we'll just like offload everybody. I, I just, I having watched him in Carolina, I just, I can't really see him. I'm committing from the jump. I could go bad. belly up on this one, Dev, but I have the utmost respect for what Ron Francis built out in Carolina. I think no one gives him credit for. Yeah, that's kind like, of what I'm saying. This is his team. I think that's all his foresight. And he got fired early and prematurely. And I don't know if this is the case. It's probably not. But like the way he picked players, it looked like he was trying to pawn some assets off of the deadline. He's got a couple of guys he's excited about. And he's like, we're going to take this slow because we see what the expectations are when you go Vegas's route. We got all the buzz and excitement. We'll just we'll just take this slow and have people know, like, okay, I guess they're not that good. Let's just kind of ride the wave. And that's entirely possible. I agree with you that Ron Francis is a better GM than he gives gets credit for. That being said, I don't necessarily I just don't buy how how they built that team. I don't, I don't, I just don't buy it because like they didn't, they got a lot of old guys that they didn't really get a ton back for. I don't know. I, to me, it's still, we'll see, you know, who knows, maybe I'm completely eating crow in two years and I look like a total dumbass and we can just, none of us are remembering this conversation in two years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably true. Seth's double dipping. So he definitely won't remember. I got more in the fridge. Um, so this, like, to me, you know, the, the Kraken have this blank canvas 
mostly blank canvas of which they can work around in free agency in the draft and such. Vegas really, they just have to continue to make over-the-top types of moves to clear salary and to kind of turn that roster over. And so, you know, they, the goalie situation is uh, is going to be a huge question mark for them because do we even know now what happened with Robin Leonard at the end of the season? Some ambiguous back injury. Yeah, the injury that existed but then didn't, then was totally made up, but then, nope, he's still getting some kind of procedure done and he's done for the year. I, dude, that was batshit. Everything about know. that situation was such a clusterfuck. Yeah, and so, like, they, they're going to have to try to find a way to, and I know they had a couple of younger players that had starts for them, but they're going to have to try to find a way to figure out that goalie situation. So unless Barry Trotz has a plan on how to do that with limited resources or Vegas's management, that's going to be a struggle for them, and fans just are not really going to accept that at this point. I got an easy fix for that. There, there's one goaltender that the fans love there that they can bring back home easily. Shut up. Dude. Marco Andre is going back to Vegas, baby. Let's Zero that, chance that happens. I would bet my house that that's the one franchise he will not go back to. Honestly, same. I if if uh if there's not that many to go back to in fair in fairness, but okay. Okay, he will not go to that team out of all the teams. Yeah, no back to just go to so earlier earlier today as we're recording this, uh Flurry says that he's open to coming back to Minnesota. Great hooray. Gross. I don't know, man. I saw different versions of that too. I don't know how I just if you just take the quote at face value, (laughs) he says he's open to it. Who knows if you're if you're there's any reading between the lines or whatever. That's not the point of what I'm trying to say. What the point is, that means there are 31 teams that Flurry will sign with, and Vegas is that 32nd team that he absolutely will not. If he does, I will personally fly up to Minnesota and shave Seth's head. Shit, never right. wanted to happen. Yes, yeah. me, I'm gonna I'm gonna do whatever it takes. Created what's called a yeah. win-win so scenario. Do we start the Venmo to make that happen now, or do we just wait a little bit? I don't I, even know I, what Venmo is. I think we wait until July one. <laughs> okay, we have some planning to do, boys, but we're gonna make this happen. <laughs> a lot, a lot there. Now we we did talk about the Jets quick. I gotta throw this out there just because it's like on my head now, but. Seth, Dev, I, I dropped something to Isha that, uh, I don't know, interested me quite a bit. Oh, yes. As sad as it makes me. Like, this is going to break your brains to hear me say this. But Galen Addison, I don't think he's got a place on this team. And that really, really, really makes me. Clearly. Yeah. Devastatingly I, sad. I, I yeah. <clears throat> so Continue trade time. Addison and a first and maybe one, like the current first, not the one we're going to get from the Devils for Fiala. Um, current first, and then maybe throw in another prospect, whatever it takes for the guy who apparently wants out of Winnipeg, Mark Shively. So Addison pick like 25 ish and and say, um, Beckman. I'd do that 10 out of 10 times. Yes. I don't think, I don't think that that the cap works, but well, the cap dude, he only makes six. Really? Oh, if y'all is not staying, that's a very viable move. Oh yeah, no, I do that ten out of ten times. He's got two more years at like six point one two five, I think, something like that. Shit. Okay. I I thought he was at least in the seven two five range. Top I'm center in. issue done. Check yep. mark over. Let's yeah. go. 
Because that I was just thinking. Well, of that, that's that's if Kaprizov can get back from Russia, because apparently he's on his way over there right now. He'll be. Yeah. He's going just to like Siberia though. Like it's barely. Russia. That's not his choice. Putin might stop him. I'm not we, saying he won't come back. No, I know. I know. We, pre- I just... we preemptively then try to trade his contract so that we don't have to worry about that. Smart. God I like it. it. I'm not doing this conversation uh, again. Trade him for Kuznetsov. Uh, we're not doing another year of this shit, guys. <laughs> I almost killed all of you last <laughs> summer. Guess what? It was actually a possibility. Dev, World War Three is bigger than all of us. So you. That's- yeah you know what at that point there won't even be a fucking hockey season so true yeah why not no 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 somehow Batman will make sure that there's a fucking hockey season just because he gets traded in real life make sure that there's a hockey season when there's not world war three happening victor rask will be a legitimate one c because everyone else isn't playing oh my god can i just say it because he gets traded in real life doesn't mean you can't have him on your franchise in shell there you go i hate all of you Anyways, um, should we get to the predictions? It's a prediction show. This is way off the rails. Let's, uh, here we go. Um, yeah, so there's a second round apparently. And first round with the exception of the Minnesota wild was Uh, one of the better first rounds that we've seen in a long time. Yeah, of Um, course. The wild series is the worst one. I mean, Minnesota sports, the the one that everyone locks as being the best series, the longest series. uh, Yeah. How did we not see this? (laughs) Yeah, honestly, we all should have seen this coming. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know what? I'll give credit where credit's due. It was the second worst series. Nashville, Nashville, Colorado was pretty bad. Okay, they were missing their best player. That kind of and there at I, least I was know. a good. There at least was a good story, and like Connor Ingram played outstanding, and like he almost like, won know. them one game. Yeah, he almost <laughs> won them the game. So close. They only lost by two, <laughs> and yet so far. Oh, what a. What oh, a dog's shit. breakfast of a series. <laughs> That's a good one. I like wow. I, dog's breakfast. I haven't heard that in a while. It's a vivid description. I listen to too much sports radio still. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Where where do we start here? I mean, uh, let, let's just play off that. Avalanche Blues. Raise your hands if you think Avalanche take this series. Just Seth? Ooh, really? I explain yourself. Explain yourself. Man. We need to explain ourselves. <laughs> Seth's face right now. <laughs> I. How long were you guys on this call before I hopped in? No, I wasn't dude, ready Seth, for this. Guys, I wasn't I'm, ready for this. <laughs> I've said this since day one. I said the winner of Wild Blues will 100%, no doubt in my mind, uh, spank the Avs and destroy I won't them. go that to far. Flip it, to flip it, I think a lot of people would have said that the Wild was the better matchup. No. That they're all wrong and fucked in the head if they say that. So I'm just huh? gonna throw that up there. What? What? For f- the that the that that's a better matchup for the Wild? No, that, he no, said no, no, the no. Wild would be the wild most favorable matchup for the Avalanche. Yes, that. Oh, oh okay, okay. Well, I, I think that Blues Nisha or Avalanche, recoils. Blues or or Wild doesn't matter. Gonna stomp would would have stomped the Avs. Will stomp the Avs. I think they're just I'm not going to call See, it what stomp. Isha did was take my opinion, which is that the winner of the Blues and Wild would beat the Avalanche. He's like, you know what? I'm going to triple. I'm going to quadruple down on this fucker. They're going to stomp him. They're going to kill him. It's going to be a three-game sweep. I mean, there's some validity to that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I go hard in the paint, boys. What can Listen, I say? I, I, I guess I'll go first on this. Like, I... 
I don't feel great about saying that the Blues are going to win this, but I think it's Blues in seven only because Colorado just has not proven that they can beat actual teams in the playoffs. And the Blues have. And like, I understand that this is not the same roster that won a cup, but it's a better roster. Uh, I don't know about that one either. I'm just giving my opinion. Continue. But it's a, it's a, it's a good roster. The Avalanche are a great roster, but playoff hockey is different. The Blues seem to be built for the playoffs. And as annoying as it was to watch that series between the Blues and the Wild and just watch how it all went to shit real fast, I just, I, I see, I see the Avalanche kind of falling into that same trap. And also there is the whole like rest versus rust debate. We've seen it in hockey a hundred times and it feels like I have no idea if that numbers actually back me up on this, but it feels like almost every time that one team sweeps and one team goes six or seven and then they play each other in the next round and the team that swept obviously has like a week and a half off. It feels like every single time that the, the team in uh, the team that didn't get any rest is just stays in their groove, heals up a little bit. And and wins at least the first game or two. So I, I feel like it's gonna be blues in seven, maybe six, but I I I, I don't feel super confident in it, but I, that's good. That is my gut feeling is blues. I'll call it blues in seven. Scale one to ten. How influences your decision by meeting John Ham? <laughs> like a seven and a half. That's a good okay. number. That's that's fair. Dude, I All watched right. Mad Men and I just became a Blues fan. That's literally that's my story. All right, well, that's, that's disgusting. That's, that's too that's far. That's why you're going, that's, that's, dude. That's that's, that's like falling in love with some chick and then being like, oh, I guess I'm gonna be a Blues fan now. No, I mean, <laughs> sounds I, like my brother. <laughs> I dated a Maple Leafs fan, and that's half the reason we broke up. So there you go. <laughs> See, there we go. Only half. Did you break up in Game Seven? Nah. <laughs> story for another day. <laughs> All right. They, that, they that broke up in story. they broke up in the bubble when Isha was like, "So this is what it's like to make it out of the first round." Ah. <laughs> oh, hey you. Um, oh. I echo majority of what Dev said as far as playoff team rest versus rust. I just don't think we've seen it from the Avalanche either. Like, don't get me wrong, they're incredible regular season team, and still a good postseason team. But like, you see guys like McKinnon who just get absolutely rattled in this type of environment. Him fighting Dumbo over a clean hit is a perfect example. And then breaking his hand. He'll probably mm-hmm. break his hand again. Kadri hasn't been suspended yet, which means I, that, he's going to get that suspended was, this that round. Is, that is my one, my one saving grace <laughs> is that uh, Colorado did kick the shit out of the Predators, who obviously were missing. Yeah, there weren't enough games for him to get suspended. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's amazing. So that's so going to happen. But I, I really like the Blues, man. If, they, if they're healthy, because, I mean, their blue line being healthy is a huge factor with this. But if that team comes in healthy, they're deep. Like the top line for the Avalanche is head over heels better than them. But they've got I would say three lines they can roll at. Too. It's not. I, young I, guys I, I think their second line is more compared to the top six of the Blues, personally. I think that's fair. I would give the total top six edge because you're right. The first line right. is way better. I would say the second line is a touch better. Sure. And so that gives them the, the full top six. But the Blues bottom six is like far and away better. Kairu, freak of nature. God, he is he's a so monster. Good. He's so yeah, good. he's pretty good. Um, 
Go ahead. Sam. For me, yeah, it let, comes... let's let the idiot who picked Colorado <laughs> defend himself. Before before you do that, for what it's worth, I also picked the Predators to beat the Avalanche. So like this doesn't mean. Shit. Oh yeah, I uh, saw um, that. I changed my answer. I'm gonna say Avalanche in four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never said uh, how many. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually gonna say Blues in six. Nice. I'm gonna go Avalanche in six, and it rests largely on the goaltending for me. I mean, yes, Jordan Bennington is back. I don't feel like the Wild well, tested him. Hang on, him. hang on. Air quotes for anyone that's listening. I don't feel like the Wild tested him nearly enough in any of the games that he that played. Was- and I don't think the Avalanche are going to have that same problem. So if Bennington ends up playing as well as he did against the Wilds in a higher volume of shots, then the Blues will win this series. I just I don't see that happening. All they got to do is like wave their stick around his eyes and he's done. <laughs> Just got to fight him once. Just got to get him to where he wants to fight and it's so over. Mean. <laughs> I don't know if I would say that the avalanche goaltending is like definitely better than the blue. Well, no, but I just. I've seen a lot of people who said that Jordan Bennington got reignited by getting back in against the wild. And I largely feel like the wild didn't, the wild offense did not. But I disagree a little bit here, Seth, because I agree. We didn't challenge him, but we did exactly what they needed. He's confident now. He's feeling it. He's vibing because we didn't do shit against him. I don't know, boys. Poppy's I, I, right. Look at this blues team. Were, were they at the bottom of the league this season? At all? No. Like literally, uh, the in my preseason picks, they were. Which no, 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 that no, no, didn't no. work out too well for we're, me. We're, we're, this season, no. Were they at? The, no. So they are a better team than that Stanley Cup team, oh, just by the record sake. this season to start. So um, I'm just I don't say, know which which let team had a better second half of the season. Isha, let, let me finish. Let me Math. finish. Let me finish. So take the cup goggles off. They're an incredible team. Okay. I'm muting. <laughs> their their play, honestly way better than I even thought and they were against the wild a damn good team a team that played similar to them a, a tough team so it just it actually really su- surprised me and I was I was blown away with how quickly they moved the puck their power play is unbelievable and I don't think the avs are a faster team I really don't I from what I saw with the blues playing the wild they are incredibly quick and I I, I disagree Seth I truly think that the blues have the better bolt like two better goaltenders. I, I truly do. Um, people say like Bennington reignited, sure. Like, yeah, okay, he he wasn't terrible this year. It's like people saying he's reignited because okay, he's finally having some playoff success again after a year or two. Like Finner was pretty bad this year, man. I I just don't think that like that that's that's a valid argument if you're gonna put it up against the the Colorado Avalanche. I mean I, no, I'm arguing in favor of the blues bolt goaltending, but like yeah, and, I, and I'm just pleading my case here. And I mean, I think the Blues have more grit than the Avalanche. And I think they're just as talented, just as quick. And their goaltending has the edge. So I, I do not know how the Avs can beat this team. I think it's Blues in five, boys. Jesus Christ. I, I'll give you. I'm not even. Give like, you, you guys think I'm fucking with you? I am 100% serious right now. How many of those beer bowls did it, you no, have before just, we hopped on? first beer in a month. This is what fucking happens. Oh, my God. I didn't even smoke weed before this, boys. I am, like, I am in the zone. Can't I'm wait till we get to Crystal clear, and this is what comes out. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong on any of those things. Let's fucking I'll give go. you grit, and I will give you goaltending. 
You won't give me speed or talent at all. Come on. I should probably write some of these down. Come on. Speed is closer than most people will say. Thank you. Kyrou specifically helps narrow that gap, but it's 100% Colorado. All their young guys. 100% still Colorado. But (laughs) talent absolutely. This team is the team that won the Stanley Cup. It's a different roster. There's younger players. They play different, their system's different. It's incredible. I'm pleasantly surprised. Not that they beat the Wild, but that, like, we get to watch more of this team. It's beautiful. I, I, I'll, you know, hand up. This is just me being a salty fan, but I would love to have never watched this specific Blues team ever play hockey ever again. <laughs> <laughs> fair, hey, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Hey, Soda Pod listeners, just want to give a quick word from our friends at DraftKings. They want to remind you that you can feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state or province, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play for free for thousands of dollars with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now or Daily Fantasy and use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 or older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, all right, anything else on this series, boys? <laughs> I think you've said it all, to... man. Holy shit. I think it's been covered. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot to say on this one. I have less to say about the others, don't worry. Wow, so Isha's going St. Louis in five. Yeah, hey, they pussy. beat the Wild in six. I cannot... They beat the Wild in six, and that was my prediction four. in round one, I just want to say. so. I cannot wait. Sweep. Cannot wait to see the graphic come out for this and what the like, so... oh people are gonna oh it's gonna be fun. Let's yeah. go bring it on, bring it Isha, on. Have you ever dealt with like salty abs fans? Cause uh they're a unique breed, man. I can't fucking wait. Let's go. Oh, I'm gonna tag all of them. It's gonna be great. Yeah, please. This will be um, great. I mean to, to Seth's point, if we got Isha on a roll, Isha, you're leading this one off. Battle of Alberta, what the fuck's gonna happen? Oh yes, oh. this will be great. Easy win for the flames. <laughs> Easy win for the flames, dude. Mike Smith, are you shitting me? How is this guy even in the fucking league? Uh, I believe he's a top three goalie in the playoffs right now. Yeah, he can, you know, go right to hell. It's over. It's over. This is where the Flames remind him that he's nothing, that he is an AHL goalie at best. And when they throw whoever hell, um, what's his name, signed to that terrible contract, what the hell is their, their 1B goalie? He goes in there. Oh, my God. Isha, weren't you the one who thought that Ottinger was just a fucking scrub, and what did he? Just no, 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 do no. I've never, I have never said that Ottinger was a scrub. Oh. That is a. You didn't use the word scrub because that's not that part is of your a, vocabulary. That I is think you said absol- it was a pleb. No, 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 no. That is an absolute lie. I didn't say that. And Jake Ottinger had a tremendous game. He's the best game in the Calgary Flames and Dallas series. Now, Dallas Stars, very different team than the Edmonton Oilers. The Dallas Stars played top heavy. Hockey. Hoppy just wants to interrupt me every single oh, so time. <laughs> um, very much they 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 played a Stanley Cup playoffs type of game, and they were able to shut the Flames down. I mean, that series was boring as fuck. Let's be honest, guys. It was. It was very much a crowd the neutral zone trap. If you're ahead, did we watch the same series? I I, I believe we did. And, and don't really shoot the puck much at all if you're the Dallas Stars, because hey, 
because <laughs> the Flames couldn't uh, couldn't really do anything there. The Edmonton Oilers, I mean, the LA Kings, man, who I thought were actually going to beat them. That's how confident I were. The LA Kings took them to seven How confident games. I, mean, I were? Uh, I was. You think that the Edmonton Oilers now are confident at all? Do you think that they have any yes! confidence right now? They have zero because they let the Kings walk all over them. And now they have to go up against their nemesis, their rival, who absolutely make them look like an embarrassing franchise in which they are every single time they play in the regular season. Dude, Calgary Flames in five games. They're going to destroy Only this five? team. They're, they're going to make McDavid cry. They're going to make Dreisaitl quit and ask for a trade. You're not going to go for scaring us. Um, okay, I'll, I'll go next. Uh I definitely don't feel the way he feels. Um, I'm an embarrassment. I'm I'm going with the flames, but I also think there's an element to this where there's zero pressure on Edmonton and there's a fuck ton of pressure on the flames. That's a bold faced lie, dude. It's McDavid and dry You think there's no pressure. They just got the team that the team that's clearly the lesser team in the matchup coach that just got pulled up from the AHL partway through the season. Absolutely a deficiency in the goalie comparison, which everyone knows that's huge in the playoffs. Yeah. If the flames lose this, their whole franchise crumbles, they're going to lose Goudreau. They're going to lose Kachuk. Everything is fucked. The Oilers got past the first round, which was literally the litmus test. If they lost that, everything's blown up. McDavid's ordering his way out. They might as well at this point. They might as well with that embarrassing performance. Dude, the way everyone's talking about the Flames, me included, I they were my pick for the cup once we got to the end here, right? They're once still going to the, win it. the bracket was set. I think they have the best chance with the way things line up to potentially win the Stanley Cup. That's a lot of fucking pressure. And that's also saying to Edmonton, like, hey, if you lose to this team, as long as you don't get swept and you make it, like, competitive, great. You're okay. I'm going to say Calgary in six because I do think that the goaltending matchup is a toughie. I think that you've got Dreisaitl and McDavid and you're going to win one or two games. But, man, that you also saw with Dallas, of course, the goaltending is a different story. Ottinger is way better than Smith, but top Ottinger, heavy. Yeah. No, I top mean. Top heavy. You can find ways to win a couple games as long as the, the Flames get kept at bay because they had games where it looked like they were just like fucking out camping, like just didn't care. So six games, Flames, that's my pick. One of you guys can take over. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go Seth. So, um, as, as much as I was in complete shock and awe at Isha's bizarre take on this series, uh, I also think the flames are going to win and I hate that I'm kind of going chalk on this one, but I, I'll say flames in seven, first and foremost. Secondly, I completely agree with Hoppy that all the pressures on Calgary, they know that they need to put up or shut up on this. And Edmonton will be able to play loose. They've kind of exercised their demon of like, you know, oh, we're playoff choke artists. They win, you know, a clutch game uh, seven there at the end there. I, I Look, Edmonton, I, you know, to kind of keep piggyback off of Hoppy's stance there, Edmonton is kind of at the point where they're playing with house money. Obviously they want to win a cup, but they understand that, Calgary on paper is a better team, even if Edmonton has the two best players in the series. They also know that, you know, Calgary has the better, the far and away better bottom six, far and away better defense, far and away better goaltending. 
I I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I think we're going to get seven games in true like Battle of Alberta fashion that are going to be high flying and exciting. And I think that to against Isha's point, like he was he hated so much about how Dallas was able to control the neutral zone and make Calgary play Dallas Stars hockey for basically five out of seven games. I think that we're going to see the Oilers do a similar thing, but not exactly the same because we know that the flames now are susceptible to not playing their own game and just getting caught up in things. The Oilers are not as physical as Dallas. However, they have a ton more skill and they're going to just be high flying. They're going to play loose. And we've, I mean, we've seen it a million times in the playoffs where the team that should be favored against a talented underdog loses because they're gripping their sticks a little bit too tight. So I think ultimately they do pull it off, but um, it's not going to be, it's going to be a close series no matter what. And even if it goes four, it's going to be four, one goal games. Like it's going to be a close series no matter what to me. Smith Markstrom at center ice or we riot. Oh man. (laughs) Fair point. But before you jump in, Seth, I'll just say one, one just thing to, to, to add to just like, the pressure conversation like I, I get what you guys are, are saying i just firmly believe and maybe it's not more pressure or, or whatever but i firmly believe that like this is a if not it's the year before the make it break it year for mcdavid like think about how many years he's been with this oilers crew how many years they made the playoffs and yes without the best team i get it but at this point it doesn't fucking matter because you look at what crosby did in his second third year with the the Pittsburgh Penguins and there's just that expectation that if you're the best player in the league your team should be good and again it's not I don't blame him it's the organization you just you just named the best player in the league though the organization he's done in the playoffs the organization's an absolute joke so I'm I'm sorry I'm just passionate about this because I think it's an embarrassment for Canadian in particular you're picking the you're doing the exact same argument for uh, for the Flames winning that you made for the Avalanche losing (laughs) did I I mean, more or less saying like, you know, this, this team. He's that... hedging his bet. He's going to be right on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. T- hey, different personnel, Dev. There's my counter. Different personnel. I can have similar, you know, and, and counter, counter arguments. If the same energy. Didn't... Just there you go. <laughs> the same energy. Except I believe in Thatcher Demko way more. Positive vibes only. <laughs> oh, sorry, Seth. Do you have an opinion? I, I think I do. Um, <laughs> I'm going Flames be... in seven. I was really hoping for like Oilers in five. Here's why Oilers is a fucking mush. <laughs> I would have flipped this table. I mean, you look that at it. so funny. You look at it and the spots where the Flames should win this series. The biggest one is the goalie spot. Mike Smith is coming into this playing pretty well. I mean, that Kings team that took this Oilers team to seven games statistically the weirdest team to make the playoff field this year. And so they had no business being in the playoffs yet. They were had no business being in this series against the Oilers yet. They were. So I think it's a bigger test for the Oilers than we give credit. And so I think this is going to be a similar situation for them in that they're going to the pressures on Calgary if the Oilers hang with the Flames in this series, especially early on in these games, you're going to start to see some frustration and you're going to start to see things kind of slide the way of the Oilers. So they're free rolling at this point, And I think that means something. I think that ends up leading to a couple of wins at least. Ultimately, Calgary is the better team. And 
even though I think the series goes to the brink, I think Calgary shows it with some late goals to kind of ice these games. But I, I think this is going to be a pretty even and pretty fun series. Final argument for the Flames. Milan Lucic playing. James Neal. <laughs> hey, I like it. I like Done. it. He All right. The net. He missed the net twice last night, by the way, though. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I, continue, continue. No, I mean, nothing you said is incorrect. Um, <laughs> well, in that <laughs> sentence, but. Um, all right, next one up. Uh, we're going east. Let's. Uh, we just did the Battle of Alberta. Let's go to the bigger <laughs> hockey hub, the Battle of Florida. Yeah. Um, where Florida man Brandon Duhame hails from, uh, Russo hails from, which is weird. Um, well, I guess he doesn't hail from there. I was going to say Russo he hails from a lot like of time Long Island. Now. He hails from Long Island, but then hung out in Florida for quite a while, and sure. here we are. Whatever. Florida, Tampa. Who's got a big opinion? Seth oh, does. Seth, His hands oh, I thought Seth right was away. pointing up at you, Isha. <laughs> I am. I am. I think we just oh. have to start with Isha for all of these. Honestly, uh, I'm good with that plan. Drilling yeah. out all of the hot takes. Here we go. I mean, this one. This one's easy. I'll, I'll keep it short. One of these teams has a Hall of Famer on it. One of them doesn't. The Hall of Famer team is going to win, and that is the Tampa Bay Lightning because they Didn't have fucking Patty Maroon, baby. Let's fucking go. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's Talk all he's got. Me. Patty Maroon. He's going ah. Tampa. How many games? Oh, uh, this one I will. Uh, this one I think goes Pat Maroon in five. This one goes seven, and I don't say seven. <laughs> I don't say seven often because I feel like that's such a cop out. No offense to everyone who in this podcast. I'm sorry. Last round five times that would have been correct. <laughs> yeah, and how many of them went to overtime too? I'm again three. I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I just I believe it's a cop. It's an easy answer. It's 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 easy to not it's a like correct answer sometimes. Well, I mean it's I feel like it's it's a cop out and that the arguments are all gonna be the same. Both teams are really, really good, so they're gonna go seven games. So that's why I, I, I decided to go the Patty Maroon route on my uh my thoughts on this one instead of saying, Oh, both of these teams are really good, so obviously it's gonna go seven games. But anyways, I'll hand it over to you guys. I don't understand how Pat Maroon makes it go seven games. So he's a hall I, of, well, no, he's just a Hall of Famer. So that's they're gonna win. I'm just saying they're both <laughs> they're both good teams. So, so why is it gonna go to seven then if it's not because they're both really good teams? Because the fourth line specifically just is better. Stop it. <laughs> so hall if I say that the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to win 14 of the 21 periods, does that work better? That works. <laughs> uh lightning in seven and I think we, uh, I think we got a little eye opener for the Panthers in round one. That Caps team, oh, baby. things for them um, that I don't think a lot of people expected, and Tampa Bay coming off of just taking care of business against the uh, the Maple Leafs in round one. I think this is a Lightning team now that has kind of gotten the ball rolling to where they need to to make another run. It's gonna be a tough series, obviously, but I, I just I think the momentum's hitting the lightning at the right time, and I think they get it done. Sorry, I, the reason that I just chuckled a little bit, I got uh, Josh's picks, Isha. Oh yeah, oh, no. you're gonna fucking scream. Oh, no. <laughs> um, well, for this one, he picks uh, Panthers and seven, but uh, we're gonna dial it back. He picked the uh, Nick Letty championed Blues in six. He, he knows I don't know if hockey. I have the heart to uh, 
Uh, oh one. no. Oilers in four, right? Oilers in six. Oh, yeah, I take I take fine. back my last statement. <laughs> you said he knows hockey. All right, over over to Dev. Sorry, I interrupted. Ah uh, man, see, so my head says lightning in six because Ooh. we saw them figure out their game against a very good Toronto team, and we saw the Florida Panthers need several comebacks against a Capitals team that kind of fell apart towards the end of the season. But my heart is saying Panthers in six. That's confusing. Because <laughs> Carter Verhage will not be denied. And I, you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to commit to it. Fuck it. Panthers in six. Let's uh, go. I'll be the contrarian if I have to be. This Panthers team is never out of a game, and I think that that does matter. They're losing. They're losing the goaltending matchup most nights, but when Sergei Bobrovsky is actually on, he is yeah. very good. It doesn't happen every night, so they're <laughs> not. It's definitely not. I, it's probably going to go seven, honestly. But for the hey. because Isha's all in my head about you know being a cop out, <laughs> I'm going to say it's going six. Um, the battle it. of Florida is shaping up. It should be, it should be, honestly, it should be the best series. Of How the spoiled round. are we? We get the battle of Alberta and Florida in and, the second and round. They should be, it, they should both be absolutely tremendous series. Yeah. I'm so excited. The, I mean, I'm just, I'm looking at the rosters right now and like, Wait, which Carter one did you pick? <laughs> Florida, you pick Florida. Okay. Yeah. 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 Flor Florida Panthers in six, man. I'm looking at both rosters and like the top lines are actually pretty even, especially if Claude Giroux is playing, yep. you know, like as he, as we have seen him play at his peak, uh, which he has popped out a couple of times. The second lines, you actually maybe give the edge to um, Florida because Huberto is just an unbelievable force and Duke Lerick and Bennett can both hold their own. That third line, again, you know, in the, in the playoffs, that third line for Tampa is a little bit heavier. It doesn't totally replace the, um, uh, what's his face that went to the Rangers line the, the whole line that got decimated last year that I'm totally blanking on. Um, it doesn't totally replace that line. Um, but like Nick Paul is really good. Brandon Hagel has been solid in the playoffs, but the Panthers have also had, they also have three guys that are really, really good on there. So I think overall the Panthers top nine is probably a little bit better. And you know, the fourth line, sure. You know, Patty Maroon, the big rig, uh, <laughs> the OG big rig has, uh, he definitely will lead them to, all sorts of success. I do think by the way, Corey Perry, Corey Perry and Andre Pilat are two players that I don't think are getting enough love and, and limelight on this team. What a Obviously, sick way to spell Andre, by the way. O N D R E J. It is it Fuck is a dude. it is an incredible Ever humble since that right player way. entered the league. What was he? A seventh round pick? Something I was like that. Just, I was blown away. I was like, this was the steal of the draft, man. Cause I mean, just like one of the best third liners in the National Hockey League, because he can put up 50 points or fucking 70. You know, depending no, he's, on he's a very good player. So no. I, I I'm really excited to see him again in another round because I'm just a, I'm a fan of his. And you know what? You gotta applaud Corey Perry. We all thought he was done, and he's he's still competing while Getzlaff retired. I didn't think that that would be the scenario, honestly, boys. So it's and just so crazy. here here's here's my final my final take on Panthers Lightning. I think that the uh, 
the magical ma- the magic of Pat Maroon and the curse of Corey Perry are going to uh, neutralize themselves. <laughs> okay, That's and good. Uh, they're going to just completely offset. So you're basically you're basically left with you know top nine versus top nine, and I think the blue line be even. I'll obviously, give the edge to uh, Tampa in goal. However, with uh, with home ice, I think Florida has a pretty good chance of uh, pulling this away. So Panthers in six, baby. I like the boldness. I like it. <laughs> this one is like the probably the toughest one for me to pick out of the playoffs so far. Um, I think everyone knows I was planning on riding Tampa clean out. Here's my issues. They look fucking gassed. They really do. That's that 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 first round missing, series took a lot out of them. They're missing the best player that Minnesota chose not to draft, Braden Point. That hurts. Braden Point is a fucking stud. Um, man, Florida. There's certainly like things to be worried about when you watch the first round. I do like what Dev said about how <laughs> like they come back. They're always in every game. And Tampa, we've seen them where they've been most susceptible is down the stretch in those games against Toronto. Like basically, it's Vasilevsky or bust to survive the last period, period and a half. I think Florida has a lot more consistent barrage of talent than Toronto, even though Toronto, obviously, yes. their top line is stronger. Boy and me. And, <laughs> man, I'm going with the exact same pick as Dev. Florida yes! Oh. Because, because if it makes it to seven, Tampa's winning. They are. Yep. I Yes, I 100% if, agree if with that. If we get past game six and it goes to a game seven, like, congrats, Isha, Seth, I'm awarding you correct picks because no fucking chicken's dick chance does Florida beat Tampa in a game seven. I, I don't, but, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I think the it, coaching matchup is terrifying though. I'm scared. I don't think Burnett's actually a good coach. Oh, I don't know about that, but that's a argument for another time. <laughs> by the way, shout out to the lawyer from Prince George, British Columbia, by the way, right? John. Cooper. I mean, here's, here's my argument, Dev. I, I feel like early in the series against Washington, when it looked pretty fucking bad, he wasn't making changes. He was doing nothing to adapt. He literally was just letting Washington do what they wanted. Sounds kind of like fucking. I was just gonna Dean say he's pu- he was pulling the old Dino. Is that like a Minnesota thing or? Yes. Well, well, I mean, let's let's be real. Counterpoint. There was then three more games. Yeah, where, where the, he did where Verhage literally just willed them to victory. Verhage did that like while hurt. By the way, I don't know if any of you guys Stop. saw this. Verhage got hurt in practice, so like, okay, you, that was that was a tough tough scene there. But um, yeah, he got hurt in practice the day before Game Six, and then he was a game time decision, and then still manages to get his third game what winner in a row. It is an unbelievable beauty. beauty. You hurt or you injured? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is incredible. And like, I tip my cap to both the Tampa Bay Lightning again for continuing to be as competitive as they are, and for. Florida, who, let's be honest, in the beginning of the season, faced some adversity losing their coach. If Tampa doesn't look as gassed, and if they have Braden Point, I'm absolutely picking Tampa in six. Just throwing that out there. Okay, but okay. They, they look fucking tired. <laughs> um, Which is all right. Fair. Final matchup here, and we, we probably got to lead off with Dev because home, home state heroes here. Yeah. yeah. We got Carolina Hurricanes against the New York Rangers. What are we Not, thinking? So here's the thing. One of my good buddies from college – is a Rangers fan and what a coincidentally co- just like pure coincidence. We had this planned out like weeks ago. He's going to be staying with me next week during, I think games oh, like yes. four and five, if necessary kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so it's going to be wild. 
to see what happens in that series. That being said, my gut says Canes in five. Um, I think that New York, I think New York Rangers are very good. And I generally hate picking against the team that obviously has the better goaltender, but uh, I've, I've done it in, in the last, I did it in the other series in the East too. So, you know, what's stopping me from just doubling down on this. Igor Shosturkin is going to probably steal New York a game. But other than that, top to bottom, I think that the Carolina Hurricanes are just a much better team. I think that uh, the my honestly, and you guys are going to laugh at this, but my biggest worry with this is that the whole team is just going to rally against the fact that they can just totally ruin Tony D'Angelo's week. <laughs> that's my only real concern is that, that that's a valid concern. That, that the I entire mean, yeah. Ranger, the entire Rangers roster rallies around the fact that uh, Tony D'Angelo is a piece think- of shit. I didn't even think of that. And you know what? I mean, LA rallied around. I mean, different scenario, but for the sake of like rallying around something, right? They rallied around like, you know, their captain retiring. And that, honestly, I think that helped them get yeah. to that game no, that seven against the Oilers. absolutely matters. There's no yeah. way to put it in analytics, but it definitely matters. No, so I didn't even think of that, dude. That actually just kind of changed everything for me right now. <laughs> well, I'm going to say, Dev, every, so much of what you just said is so incorrect. Um, did you see him steal a single game against Pittsburgh? Fuck no. He looked like a fucking pedestrian. I don't know if I'd say he's a pedestrian, but he was a pedestrian. Game one. He was going hand in hand with a third string goalie, Louis Domingue. Listen, he definitely didn't play his best series, but but the best the best player in the world was shooting on him in Sidney Crosby, and he was still able to steal games. Uh, He was shooting forehand some of the time though, so that makes it a little easier. Uh, Dev. I have unfortunate news for you. Uh-oh. All right. Carolina is the higher seed, correct? They are. So they're going to play games one and two at home, and then game five would be at home again. Mm-hmm. Your buddy's not going to get to see him because Carolina's winning in four. Oh, because shit. New York Rangers are the biggest fraudulent franchise that I've ever fucking seen. If the Penguins were healthy, <laughs> outside they would have won in five. Done. Rangers are not a good hockey team unless Shesterkin remembers how to play hockey. But I haven't seen anything that tells me he's going to Carolina in four. Nice. I and, mean... and, and the Carolina Hurricanes are a bunch of jerks, as we know. Thank you very much, uh, Don Cherry. Don Cherry. Um, so they're going to rally behind D'Angelo and his hate, and they're all going to spew racist slurs, and they're going to take down the mean Rangers that cast him aside. Wow. I really like this idea that the, the Carolina Hurricanes <laughs> the, determines it. They're the anti-heroes that we all needed. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. Go ahead, Seth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. As in, um, there's so many lost. people that are just like fucking punching the headboards of their car right now. Oh, I know. <laughs> Joey being one of them, Hoppy, probably. So stupid. So uh, Joey knows we're dumb. <laughs> just, like, you just look at everything that you would want to dissect in this series. As Hoppy said, Igor Shosturkin looked beatable against the Penguins when really they, to win a series, they need him to be invincible. Maybe not invincible, but they need him to be really, really good. I don't think that happens in this series. I want to just see some playoff chaos uh, in this uh, second round, but I don't think we're going to get it here. I'm going, uh, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt that the Rangers get one, but I'm going to say Canes in five. That's generous of you. 
You're a nice guy. It's just the Hurricanes are just an absolute buzzsaw right now. They I really like the idea though that he's just gonna he's just <laughs> he gonna do like over he's just, he's just gonna do like blue shirts in five now. <laughs> <laughs> he's got rain. He's just got Rangers in four, like just ready to rock. No, I mean, uh, shoot, no. To be honest, Dev, he was ready to say Carolina sweep, and then when you brought out the D'Angelo one, he's like, "All right, we're going Rangers in six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna happen. Um, I was gonna say Carolina five. Now I'm saying Carolina in six. So you bought me one more game because <laughs> I truly believe you. I really do, and I think it's an <coughs> unbelievably accurate point. I, 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 I give you props. Totally was off my radar, but no. After watching quite a bit of the Boston Bruins and Carolina Hurricanes series, this is what I took away from it. The Carolina Hurricanes set an unbelievable pace. And what sets them apart from the rest of the league is that they can maintain it throughout three periods. You know, you look at the Minnesota Wild, for example, like they all gas, no breaks in the first period, playoffs and most of the you know, regular season too. That's just kind of been their shtick. Second period, they kind of slow down. And third, they decide their fate, whether they want to win the fucking game or whatever, right? Whereas the Carolina Hurricanes... They do it, period. One, two, and three. Credit to the young roster. Credit to Rob Brindamore. You know, probably has a crazy workout fucking regiment for all of them. They're in good shape. They're so tremendously quick, and they're just always the ones who are like, you're playing our game. You're playing our game. You're playing our game. And what I saw from the Boston Bruins was that, and in credit to them, they were able to keep up, but they never were able to just kind of, you know, get ahead in the fact that like, okay, they getting Carolina to play their game now for, for most of the series, for most of the games, especially in game seven, that one, despite Boston being in, in, in a few cases, scoring some goals. I just always looked at it thinking Carolina, they're just in control. They and were, if- you're a hundred percent right. Carolina, that whole game seven, there was no point from the very first goal even even when Boston like made it interesting late, there was no point where I thought that Boston. Yeah, was actually- exactly. And and but but by saying that, it's not that I was saying Boston played a bad game at all. Boston, if anything, I was like, man, Boston's actually playing very very good against this team. But they just, it's not even that they don't have the answer. It's just they can't keep up that pace. And look, I'm a huge MMA guy as well. The fighters that put on the pressure, the people who can really dominate in that sport are the ones who set the pace. I mean, in a game like hockey where it's really, really quick and you're playing these crazy good, like crazy complicated systems at such a high speed, pace matters, especially in playoff hockey. And I think that that is, that's the edge that I think Carolina can, can have in most of the series that takes them all the way. And I, I just don't think the Rangers can keep up. I, I truly think that they'll, they'll crumble un, under that. And I, Credit to the Rangers for, you know, again, Hoppy says they're a fraud. They surprised me this season with their success. They surprised you with a good goalie. With the good goalie, 100%. And just some of the scoring that came from, you know, some of the players too. I was like, I was like, they had two good goalies. Coochie Coochie came in in relief a couple times and looked much better than I think anybody expected. No, that that's a great point too. So like, I don't want to completely disrespect the Rangers. And again, going off with what, going off of what (laughs) Dev said, I mean, the Tony D'Angelo mind games, those are going to be real. And again, I'm, I'm just excited for this series, even, even though I think the Carolina Hurricanes are going to be more so the dominant team. There's going to be that underlying storyline. And in the games that the Carolina Hurricanes lose, I, I really think those are when some of the wires are going to cross for Tony, maybe even some of his teammates. So I have a question for you guys. If I set the over-under on Tony D'Angelo Pims at like 12 and a half, do you take the over or the under? 
I think I'm going back to what you said earlier about blood diamonds. I think I I'm going under, but like if you said it at ten and a half, I might go over. I'll go over. I think you'll equal Kevin Fiala. Oh, all right, <laughs> that's over. That's, um, yeah. Uh, all right. Like, what uh, did Fiala finish at? Like eighteen. Something like 16, that. 18, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, going all in on the disrespect train, though. Seth, Dev, tell me if it was Pittsburgh against Carolina, how many games? Mm, it's clean sweep for Carolina, probably. <sighs> Jesus, Isha. That's why I didn't ask Isha because I know he just wants to troll. So that's still going five. Okay. Uh, man, I think. Just be honest, Dev. Assume well, because you assume that Jari would be he- well. You assume that Jari would be healthy by then too. So I would say because he almost played Game Seven, right? He played Game Seven, or he didn't? No, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, wait a minute. Ooh, Jari being healthy is gonna really help this situation compared to Louis Domingue. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's quite the upgrade. Um, <laughs> I'd say probably Kane's in seven. See, that's my point. Seven? Yeah, I I would do six or seven. Yeah, I, would still I, 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 was I wouldn't waffling, pick Pittsburgh, but I was waffling between six and seven. Uh, My point is, the Penguins are the better team if they're healthy. It's not close. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, right. I think I think Pittsburgh, if they get through that first round, you know, assuming that Crosby what isn't actually you know insanely concussed, if he, you know if they get through that first round and they aren't completely shattered down the down the roster, I think that they can put up a pretty good fight against. Uh, against Pittsburgh and I mean people are forgetting too about this Rangers team is that for the most part they're actually pretty young pretty inexperienced like they're in a probably similar trajectory as the wild right now where they're kind of entering their window rather than like being in the middle of it oh yeah yeah 100% I agree so like but like Pittsburgh I mean we saw it a couple times especially that first game where (laughs) Pittsburgh we saw that like it was very clear like one last ride for everybody. And we saw like Crosby just absolutely will them to victory a couple of games. And Gensel he probably, too, he Gensel, Gensel. Yeah. <laughs> And he probably does that again against Carolina. Yeah. I think, I think Carolina is honestly the deepest forward group in the league. They're really good. They're really, really good. Like their, their top end talent isn't beating most teams, top end talent. But just top to bottom, they're gonna stick with you or be better than you, and it's just really hard to match that. And and this hobby's convinced me of this too, and I I think it's it's excellent to highlight again here. Carolina's goaltending is underrated and underappreciated. They're damn good, and the numbers don't lie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, y- yeah, that's that's <laughs> definitely true. The the goaltending is underrated, especially when Auntie Ranta actually is like playing. You know, Auntie Ranta hockey. Just when as long he, as he's, when not, he's injured. not on a stretcher. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. When yeah. Auntie Ranta is not injured, he's a damn good goalie. He's just a band aid, unfortunately. Spell Auntie yeah. Ranta, Isha. Uh, no, I just drank <laughs> the first beer I've had in a long time. There's like two A's or two T's or some bullshit there, isn't there? There's both. I think, I think both. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> well, there you go. I kind of got it right, anyways. Um, Final thoughts, boys, before we hang up the skates on this one. It's been so much fun, by the way. It, I mean, it always is when we got Dev and Seth uh, here on the podcast. Any closing thoughts? Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, Josh says Hurricanes in seven. Oh, yeah, that's more acceptable. That's exciting. More acceptable. I, I, I always get really, really nervous whenever anybody does any of these things and everybody picks the exact same result. 
it just feels like you're tempting fate at that point. And we did yeah, it. We, we had a couple double ups here, but none that were like clean sweeps. Uh, like as far as like games and everything. Oh yeah. yeah. And yeah, the that's... only one that we all picked, well, Josh fixed our Calgary one. So no, I think we, Carolina's the only one that was a clean sweep then as far as the team picked. Blues which, Carolina that's an obvious fi- one. Sorry. Blues Carolina finals, boy, it's it's gonna be a fun one. That's all I'm gonna I say. I will I will say too, um whatever happens, I, I will say too for from like a betting standpoint, I am going to live bet the series Ooh. based off of who wins game one in uh the Battle of Alberta and also the Battle of Florida. Ooh, I will be Dude, tuning for, in for certain matchups, man. You see a team go down one or two goals, you live bet that shit. I'm, I'm talking about like time. No, I know you're talking about the series. I'm just throwing in an extra. Cash. Yeah, no, we saw Florida do it three times in the first three round. Every game with Pittsburgh and New York, you could have yeah. gotten one of the oh, teams dude. down and they end up winning. <laughs> I mean, again, what an incredible St. Louis too. <laughs> yeah. What an incredible first round. No, I don't I mean, was there, it, there wasn't really any lead changes in St. Louis except for that one, uh, except for oh, game there was five. A couple. just game five, I think. It wasn't well. The Wild were ahead two to one in Game Six, or Game Five. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I think game that's the six, only one. No, uh, I thought the earlier games did, but maybe it was only one or two. Because mm. we got shut out in Game One. Right. We went up four nothing in Game Two, and then five two. I think was the final. Were we ahead in Game Four though? I thought. I don't think so. Maybe not. Um, I'm trying to think now. Cause have you opened your White Claw yet? Yeah, he yeah. he already took a sip. I've been drinking okay. it for it's almost half gone. Does it taste like static? Now it's half gone. Um, this is the blackberry. So yeah, that's, that's like the only one that I can drink. I don't I don't care for seltzers, but uh, that's the only one. Evidently, I was feeling in the mood for them on Friday night last Friday. <laughs> in the they're, mood, they're leftovers from Friday. Uh, better yet, they were warm. Oh my God, Seth. So, all right. Yeah, wow. I still haven't. I still haven't recovered from the end of the wild season. Clearly, Very clearly. Fair. I. I'll be honest. This is the first time I've uh, actually talked hockey really since the end of the season. Uh, in terms of like with, like on a on a call talking out loud because none of my uh, friends here. Like they all are like, yeah, we'll watch a game with you. And then they're like, what's an icing? And I'm like, all right, this is <laughs> Go so it's, it's a different, it's a different no, kind of experience. Wait, wait, you here. guys just won the game dev. Why, why isn't there a storm surge happening? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it's cool because everybody, you know, I shouldn't say everybody, but certain people in my life are trying really hard to understand why I love this insane, stupid, wonderful sport. So oh, it's amazing. Um, I just oh, got what? a text from Z, by the way, guys, I feel like I should just oh, no. read it. Says oh, so dot 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 uh dot 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 bad news dot 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 <laughs> what do you think it could be guys? Not recording something tonight. yeah he oh, didn't I don't think buds. his podcast episode's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> Good thing this one is stepping up for Thursday. So that just means that he hasn't slept since the uh the wild were eliminated. No, that he never sleeps. That's not a yeah, factor. He, he does he doesn't know what sleep is. <laughs> I hope that he's not he said he was he shared that uh that pasta quote earlier this uh earlier today about how tough David Pasternak's year has been and man he's such a likable dude and oh, it's yeah. really really hard to see anybody go through that but especially yeah. when it's somebody like pasta who is just like 
uh, on a team that people generally don't like, still managing to be likable and charismatic. Yep. He guilty, plays guilty with stars. Brad Marchand. Yeah, and that everybody tells still you how loves likeable him. of a dude this is. And <laughs> everybody still loves him. So, like, it's a horrible thing when anybody has to go through a pasta went through this year, but to do it on top of that, like, it, it really just pulled everybody's heartstrings, mine, mine included. No, so. absolutely. Well said, buddy. Well said. And, hey, what, a, what an episode, guys. This has been so much fun. Um, please, if you both can, join us for, you know, the next round when we get into those predictions as well, because Absolutely. this was, this was I got no plans. This, this was incredible. I mean, Seth will bring the white claws. We know that nah, whatever the leftovers are. Actually, I'll let you guys, I'll let you guys pick and then I'll just leave it on the floor in my living room on uh, unchilled. No, no, he'll let us pick on Friday for and then when we, when we're forward on Monday or whatever, the Tuesday, whatever the day. <laughs> no, no, you're going to, you're going to rip. You're going to shotgun three of those alcoholic mountain dews. And we're just going to see what happens. Dude. I just saw a commercial for that shit. That's crazy. There's Somewhere no way Canada's gotten that already. Dude. I'm, I saw it on Sportsnet. I saw the commercial on Sportsnet. I'm blown away by the fact that they basically brought back old school Four Locos. I was just gonna say it's basically is it, is four it Locos. anywhere near the same thing though. Like, by the it's way, essentially actually, tequila and Mountain Dew in a can. We, As somebody we, who consumed them for the first time within the last two years, I didn't think they were anything special. There's no way it's nearly as caffeinated as. Four I'm Locos. sure it's not from like a just a legal legal health reason. <laughs> I was gonna say, tell tell me you two or three. I don't know, Seth, if you had this. Like, tell me you guys have a Four Loco experience because like mine. I don't have Mine's... the true Four loco experience because I found out about it like three weeks after and like Ooh. I'd heard about everyone else's Four loco experience. I'm like, fuck that. I bought every flavor when I heard about how legendary this shit was and how it was like comparable to the heroin beers at the Saddle Dome. And Jesus. yeah, we had a hell of a night. Do you know when Seth makes a face like that? Seth, Seth, leftover beverages, Seth. That means there's something that you did that was weird, Isha. <laughs> All right. Um, my, <laughs> that's, it. that's the show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say my, my four loco experience is pretty timid too. I, I was kind of in the same boat as Hoppy. I found out basically as they were going away. Um, I managed to procure my hands on two. Um, one of them being a 40, which apparently was a thing. Yep. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't die. So that's, that's really all there was to it. I just remember. Um, it was the same day that I agreed to be a babysitter for some friends of mine that wanted to try mushrooms for the first time. Oh, yes. <gasps> oh, this is amazing. So the two of them are, uh, the two of them have taken mushrooms and then I am midway through a 40 or four loco when their trip starts and they were just, it was right after Skyrim came out too. So they're playing Skyrim and a dragon comes out and they thought the dragon was real and I was completely incapable of creating the words to tell them that it was not real. And so just all sorts of chaos ensued. And fortunately, one of the guy's girlfriends, who actually he's getting married to at the end of this month, um, <laughs> was on a, uh, a, a Skype call because, you know, this is the early 2010s. She was on a Skype call and uh, basically babysitting the babysitter. <laughs> and uh, she was then yelling at all of us. No, Dev is trying to tell you that the dragons are not real. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it it went poorly to say the least. The clown has no penis. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that, kiss you on the that, mouth, King Rogers. I mean, All hashtag make now, good choices, right, Hoppy? Well, a straight straight up though, uh, Staylock super fans, right? Like all the things they rip off about uh, Staylock. 
I'm just going right to, I heard Ovechkin, he takes a four loco on the bench and he chases it with another four loco. <laughs> you know that's what's in his water bottle. They say it's Dr. Pepper, it's four loco. Dude, is that what the, the Russian gas is? It's just four locos. I was just, just going to say that the Whoa. hidden ingredient in four loco is the Russian gas and that's why I was banned from the United States. <laughs> it's actually incredible. a secret <laughs> embargo. No wonder Kaprizov's on his way home right now. It sounds ah. so much more fun. He needs to stock up. refuel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maybe that's why he was... had a slow start this season. He's <laughs> coming down. Delayed shipment. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the next uh, the next round prediction episode. And until then, folks, thanks again, Seth, Dev. Um, Seth, obviously, check out his content, Locked on Wild Dev with the 10K boys. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll it's, see you guys. It's called Wild Takes. I was going to say, yeah. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> um, but again, guys, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Cheers, boys. Bye.